Today, all about the Oscar, Italian-American nominee, a Lifetime Achievement Award for Robert De Niro with movie music by Henry Mancini. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. You're listening to the West Coast Italian Radio at KKNW, 11.50 a.m. every Monday, 4 to 5. And or, or you can listen to our podcast for free anytime at WCIR.biz. Please call us and uh, what is the 425-373-5527. If you have some complaint, I give you a tone info number. I was kidding. It's a joke. No. Um, I'm the host here from Marzia Caputo. Hello. Ciao a tutti. And Tony, you know, is busy drinking around somewhere because, you know, now with the Oscar, it's really like, you know, meeting all those people. But he did a good thing. We're going to have an interview. I, I heard that about right, Eric? Oh, Leonardo and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. That's the two we're going to have the interview. I can't wait to hear that. It sounds really good. Um, how are you doing, Eric? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in the Puget Sound. And uh, you've got a, a great recipe today that I know you're going to talk about. You've already given me a little sneak preview. I'm so well, I'm pretty excited to hear about that. We changed a little bit. I know we do the news first and then we do a recipe. Today we did, like, you know what? Tony's not here. I know he's really like to do the news, to have the complaint. You know him. We like that. <laughs> so let's keep that for him. And I talk about my recipe. Why don't do that? Hey, that that's as good a news as I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> oh, another one. Great. No, I'm kidding. I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, this one, I have a book at home. It's about um, Sophia Loren. She made a, you know, a cookbook, and I love it. It's all about her Napoli, what a, the way how they cook, how they make something different uh, from a different region, and I picked this one because, you know, we love minestrone. But how she say it, which is true, you know, it's a soup you can have in the summertime. You can eat it even cold. It's not bad at all. But remember, the minestrone is least different in region of Italy. So everyone it can put something different what they believe or they follow the season what type of vegetable supposed to go. You know what I mean? So you can have fun with that and put whatever you want. My from Sofia Loren, um, in minestrone, is really simple. If you look like uh, there's some bacon inside, onion, potato, um, carrots, I mean, everything, zucchini, uh, spinach, cover flour. I mean, it was really full of everything. I love it. It was really fast to make it. It takes, you know, in 20, 30 minutes to cook everything. So make sure to... Uh, if you want the recipe, look on our website. You can pick it on it, you know, no problem. If you don't find it, send me uh, a text or something, if you know me, or uh, an email from there. We can reply, no problem. So what do you think about this? I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you do? It's, it's perfect for a cool day right. like today. And uh, as you said, lots of vegetables. Uh, but that is mm. it. Uh, is it beef? The the corned beef is that? No, the only the, well, we have the vegetable that we have: cauliflower, mm -hmm. carrots, spinach, and potato. There's some potato. That's the one maybe. And what else? Uh, carrots, potato. That's it. Mm. Really, some tomato slice. You know, like I said, you can add everything you want, and that's it. You let it cook by itself okay. and make the soup. And it tastes like 
It beef looks like because there's little um, bits of bacon, beef, but maybe the, the bacon. Okay, uh-huh. I was thinking. Yes. I was like getting rid of it. I was thinking, oh, what is that? Yes, the bacon. Yeah, well, it's delicious. I'm glad. Like I say, it's really simple. Just put some oil in the pan. Just add the bacon. Let it cook a little bit. You know, then you start to add the vegetables. So let it saute. How they call it? You know, really soft. And then take ten minutes. I mean that. And then when it's done. Just add the water, of course. Yeah, you need that for the broth. Right. And salt and pepper, whatever you want extra, just go for it and have fun with that. I feel bad for Tony that he's going to miss this. <laughs> I think going to be gone pretty soon. It may be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better hurry up and get here. I know, I know. So anyway, um, one more thing I was thinking to talk about it before he come. I know that February 4 until February 8, Saremo Musical Festival, it will start. I don't know if you remember about this, Eric. Every February we talk about the Italian festival, the yep. music, yep. the people they're going to win. You know, it takes like four days of, uh, to, how I can say, they show all those type of music from the younger one, for the old one, and we do every year. So right. I can't wait to hear the last new music. But um, for now, we're going to have a hard time to listen in because if Italian know. Sanremo, you don't hear the music until they present it on the show. To know, uh, you know, wash, I say, wash your idea, you know, make it convince the people when they listen to the radio, more often one song, you can vote for that one. So they try really to be fair, to not put no music at all until a couple of days after. Then you can start to hear this Italian music. And the 8th of February is supposed to be the last day. So that is going to be interesting. I think Zucker is going to be there too. I need to, like a guest, I need to check it out on that. Because well, very we're going to cool. Have a yeah, yeah, he's almost a friend of the show. I know, <laughs> I know. We are waiting for him for his concert. So he's going to be in April and uh, can't wait because he did great a couple of years ago. So a lot of people ask me about that. That is one. And then we have uh, Adriano Celentano on the next one, the first one first. So we have a lot of concerts going on. A lot, a lot of concerts. So. That's it. It's a busy time in the Italian community. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, that's perfect. We have all those musicians coming back here, and we can hear it. We're going to feel like home again. So, you know, we miss that. So no complaining for that. No complaining. Um, We see, uh, uh, Tony, where are you? We're still waiting for you. I did it all. Recipe. Uh, we talk about Saremo, and you're not here. You better try a little bit faster than that. I'm kidding. But anyway... <laughs> If you want to put like uh, some music about, you know. Sure, yeah, we can always take our first break too. Do that. Go for it. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy. Based on 
on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. You're listening to KKNW 1150 AM, and here is Marzia and Ascoltatori. Here we go. Finally, the big, oh, come on, the big boss arrived. Tony La Stella. Mamma mia. Where's my hail to the chief? You oh, know? you lost that one. Sorry. Oh, no, no, you're late. <laughs> oh. We're not going to do that for you for no, that. No, it's because I was, uh, you know, I, I'm dealing with mm. all these celebrities now. De Niro, DiCaprio, you know what I mean? You know, I was you, talking about drinking. I didn't say about celebrities. Well, I did say I was, I was drinking with him. That was a very important thing. You know, I feel like I, uh, I had to take one for the team. I like this. You know, yeah. To take one thing. for the team, you know, I mean, it was a tough job, but someone... Had to drink with De Niro oh. and DiCaprio. You see, she used to use the same yeah. excuse. Marcia exactly. went out yeah. drinking. No, Marcia went out to meet the star. Yeah, gotta I work, I work on that, okay? Uh, all oh, right, yeah. well, so now, mm. Marcia, I, I, I've tried some of the soup. This is fantastic. Oh, did you? This, uh, oh, it's really, really good. Wow, that's fantastic. It's not good. You like that, Eric? What do you think, you know? Very good. No, he told me. It was really... And the I'm, bacon, you're right, there's that... that you mm-hmm. taste that bacon yeah. in it, you know, that's a very yeah, good taste prosciutto, flavor. you know, yes. so all right. Yeah, yeah you can good. use pancetta, of course, if you have Italian pancetta, but if you don't, use bacon, it'll be fine anyway. So, so. now, talking about things mm. in Italy, you know, uh, we've been talking a lot, uh, Marzi and I, and our families about, you know, getting, uh, pr- purchasing some property in Italy, moving mm. to Italy, you know, and uh, or at least having a vacation place there where we might go a few months out of the year with our families and stuff, uh, and... Uh, Interestingly, this gets us into our Italian news today because um, we have a guy who used to work here with the Mm. Seattle Times, Mark Hinshaw, and he wrote a a whole story about moving to Italy, which I guess he did with his family. This actually just came out today, February 3rd, 2020. The title of the story is Even Washing Machines Are Slower in Italy. Okay, (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So Mark goes on to say when they... 
They moved to Italy. They, they did not take any appliances with them because they figured they just buy them, you know, there as they need them, right? Right. So the first appliance when they arrived that they encountered was a washing machine that was brand new, but apparently it, 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 was, it came with a house they purchased, okay? They said they had tried to use it several times, could not figure it out. Finally, they had to call the previous owner uh, to ask how. Uh, and they mentioned that there are, twi- there are three times as many buttons, mm-hmm. knobs, dials, and so forth on the washing ma- machines there in Italy than they've ever seen in their life. And, and, and all the machines, the markings, are not in Italian. No, right. the markings are all written in Greek, okay? so oh, Italian. Um, we call it Greek now. <laughs> anyway, no, it's all in Greek. You know, oh. they're, they're actually written in Greek. Okay, at least okay. on their machine it was. His machine, um, probably. Their, okay. Their, their clothes got washed. They say, but it took like three hours because mm-hmm. the machine seems to work like in slow motion. Okay? okay, so that's what's going on. I can explain. I can explain that. Okay, first of all, it's true. We have a lot of button because you can choose the 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 good degree of the water. 20 yeah, yeah. degree, 30 degree, the 50, 90, you choose by the gotcha, knob. Gotcha. So that's why you're a lot of buttons. So what's the deal when the machine's being so slow? I we mean, do. It wash. I mean, I have to tell you, the one I bought it here, I have to wash a couple of times my stuff. Sometimes I'll stay there to move it. In Italy, I wash one time. It's really wide. Yeah, one time. It takes it a whole day. Like start it does. at 9 in the morning. It's finished. It does. The, the rinse cycle of 5 in the afternoon. It, you know? it does. It takes a long time when you do that. We do, have, we do one laundry a day. That's one thing. Well, so. then, of course, they have no dryer. They had no, no. dryer in Italy. I mean, no. the summertime, obviously, you hang your clothes outside. And the wintertime, you know, the, what they figured out is they got this um, this pellet wood stove. And so they mm-hmm. get one of the those uh, inside folding rack hangers. They hang the clothes in front of there, and they dry out. But, you know, so, so basically, there's no dryer. No, no, all. now they have it. Like I say, I understand he, bring, he didn't bring the electricity, the electric things over in, the, in Italy because, first, it doesn't work. It's different, okay? Right, right. Second, like I say, we do have now, my mom, I bought it for her, the yeah. laundry machine included inside, they have a dryer. Oh, yeah? Now, it doesn't do a good job. Because you do a lot of wrinkle, it so time people just get a drive, get a stuff like we got here. Send but it it's over. so expensive. The electricity, everything needed is really expensive. You have to be careful with that. So we hang a lot of stuff. The plus, when you hang the stuff, I have to be honest with you, it smells unbelievable. Well, that's so what they good. say. That's what they say. Now, now, when you put a pair of underwear when they dry, they're really hard like a stone. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That <laughs> explains a lot of things about Italian girls. All right, oh, well, we're come gonna move on. on here. Okay, all right. So, all right. So now they got to their baffling mm. appliance number three, the vacuum cleaner, okay? Mm. The first one was a brand new name brand. They started vacuum, suddenly it stopped working. So then they brought a second one, a, a sturdy German, you know, make no-nonsense, powerful, mm. came with a German plug. The problem is that there were no outlets no. in the house that would fit a German plug because I guess it like, you know, Hello, it's different. they need the power like you need to, to launch a rocket ship or something. Every place you go in Germany and Spain is different outlet. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. You should do your homework before you go in Italy. And the final <laughs> bungle, uh, bugaboo was the uh-huh. hot water heater. Okay. Why? Um, well, they said on the one hand, their hot water heater was amazing. It has no storage tank. Right. Somehow it directs a super hot flame onto the water pipe. Right. And within seconds, most of the time you got hot water. I'll go sometimes they say it doesn't work for no reason whatsoever. Just cold water comes out of the shower. What are you going to do? Right. Okay. However, however, mm. they said during huge long lightning storms, which they have frequently, I guess, in the winter in Italy, mm. um, one of those storms knocked out the hot water heater. It was not cheap to fix this. It took about a week. Yeah. They told their neighbors, and the neighbors said, oh, come on. 
here in Italy, anytime you get a lightning storm, you got to unplug your water heater. Yes. Okay? Well, so explain that to me. Well, first of all, uh, again, the heater that we have is in gas, so it's really fast to warm the water. Now, uh, you can have warm water all the time. It's not like you have to wait. All the people do ch- shower. It's okay. The problem is it's connected if you use a sink or the dish sink or uh, the bathroom toilet. When you use it, when you shower, you will have cold water. It will come to you the cold water. Make sense? Not really. But oh, okay. Oh, come that's on. Okay. Don't want a little Heinstein here story. Let's you turn move on. on. Let's. We don't <laughs> have too many tubes. One tube, okay? That's it. I don't know. I'm not a plumber, but it is expensive. What does that do with unplugging it? I mean, you know. Plugging it? I never heard that because you don't like it. The neighbors say every lightning maybe? storm, you got to unplug the water heater. It's going to blow Usually up. Usually every storm, you unplug the TV or the stuff because it can jump, things like that. But we still, we call, we have Salva Vita. You know what is Salva Vita? We call, it's like a things when they jump the electricity, it will save the house for uh, don't come to. So the why power. don't you guys what? just get into like you know the twenty first century and get what? like you know stuff like we you know the hundred and twenty like we have here? You got this stuff that's archaic. I know there, it's know? modern. This one I just bought an Italian thing. It cost me two thousand dollars over here. So it's a new thing. You guys are behind. That is new, ah. but it's an old house. I think it's something else. I have to be connected with that. You have to plug it out. Well, Go to moving, the next one, please. Moving along <laughs> in our news stories here. Uh, uh, this comes to us from Daniela uh, Piteo. She writes for the local, but originally she was from Toronto, Canada. And she says there's no privacy setting uh, when you are swapping the big city for a small town in Italy. Okay, so two years ago, she and her son packed their bags. They moved from Toronto to a small town in the foothills of Monte Taburno. Taburno. Where's Monte Taburno? I have no idea. I have to Google it. All right. So there was no, she said, you know, when you live in a big city like Toronto, there's no eye contact with anybody, right? You No small talk, you know, when you're commuting to and from your work. Uh, early life lessons teaches everybody to be, you know, wary of strangers, avoid them. Uh, living in a large city, you know. They basically ignored everybody, which I understand because I used to live in New York, right? Benevento in Campania. Okay, All right, we so got it's it. down south there around uh, <laughs> Napoli. Okay? Yes. So by moving to a small Italian town, it was just the opposite, okay? Right. So being a stranger in a small Italian town only lasts long enough for, you know, the basically the word to spread and the news travels fast. It didn't take long for the question, a chi appartieni? A chi appartieni? A chi appartieni? Who, Who do you belong, belong to? to? Yeah. Okay. So she wanted, you know, I don't belong to no one. I'm, you know, but, you know, she was, you know, trying to be cool about it. Right. So um, she she wasn't just a stranger in this little Italian town, but she was an outsider amongst the community where basically, you know, all the families have had the same last name for like two or three hundred years or more, right. you know. Okay. Um, so, you know, asked to whom she belonged, the answer was basically meant to explain how, she was, you know, uh, Where she's coming from. basically going to be fitting into the fabric of this community, right? Uh-huh. So, but it's very interesting, and I kind of understand this too because I even remember this was true as as a kid in America that when you live in a small town, you really don't have any privacy. I remember, you mm-hmm. know, my uh, the small town that my father's family uh, came from, which was in uh, upstate New York, Pennsylvania area. It's a small little place of maybe right. 200 people and everybody knows everybody else right okay? but that's why they ask you where who you belong to appartieni because they want to know what family you're coming from because they know all the family that's oh right. you're from yeah, giovanni yeah, yeah, yeah. now i know giovanni but she did say however the people in italy are uh. very kind and very helpful um 
You know, she said she'd be lying if she said after a couple of years that she was acclimated to Italian life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, there's some things that she can't you know, ignore. Like, for instance, your toddler's in the front seat. A man driving his Fiat while single-handedly steadying an eight-foot ladder from the driver's side window. Okay, that's an interesting okay. thing. <laughs> <clears throat> Dramatic and very public lovers' mm. quarrels in the town square. Yeah, that's every town. Okay. Yeah. However, you know, she basically says she's come to love her new town, her new home in Italy, and the people there for a w- mm-hmm. number of reasons. And she says, in the truth be known, when you are sad in Italy... There is no one crying alone in the piazza. Right, exactly. Okay, so. Well, a good memory, like you say, when I was younger, same thing. I couldn't do nothing. Be careful what I do aside because my parents will know, you know, because people talk about it. They will say, oh, I saw your daughter. I said, what? Really? So it is not easy at all, I have to tell you. Well, so now we're going to get into the movies, baby. Mm, we're getting into the Oscars, and I'm really excited about our guest. Uh, we're only a few minutes away uh, from our guest, uh, Oh, yeah, you know, I know. Uh, Leonardo oh. DiCaprio and mm-hmm. uh, and um, um, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, yes. So uh, let's talk first of all, though, about our artist of the week. We had to pick somebody here mm. who would be a really, really great musical artist associated, you know, with movies, with TV and stuff. So we came up with none other than the legendary Henry Henry Mancini. Mancini. Okay, now it's interestingly because. In Italy, his name would really be pronounced Henry Mancini. That's right, Mancini. But here in America, he's known to most of the American public as Henry Mancini. He was born Enrico Nicola Mancini mm-hmm. uh, in 1924. An Italian-American composer. He played the flute. He played the piano. He was an arranger. And this guy won more awards in his life than most people even know about. He won four Academy Awards a Golden Globe, 20 Grammy Awards, and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award, mostly for the music that he composed for either the movies or television shows, okay? In his life, he recorded over 90 albums. Eight of these albums were gold. Um, His family, I guess, came from Abruzzo, okay? And he started, you know, playing piano, playing the piccolo at age 80, studied at Juilliard. But, you know, as many of the Italian-Americans did, I, you know, he grew up, he was a, a young man in the, uh, uh, when World War II happened, he actually joined the Army, and despite mm-hmm. an offer to play with the Glenn Miller Band, um, he, you know, he, he felt a need to serve his country, as many of the Italian-Americans did. He was ultimately assigned uh, to Austria, where he helped to free Ooh. one of the prison camps there. So that's, you know, a really cool really thing that thing, he yeah. did, you know. Uh, so, you know, um, after his discharge, he went back, he started playing or actually becoming the pianist and arranger for Glenn Miller. And then he joined Universal Pictures. Um, and, you know, over six years there, if you can imagine this, he composed movies, uh, music for over 100 mm-hmm. movies. Over 100 movies, okay? He received his first Academy Award nomination. He then left Universal, became an independent composer. He did television series like uh, Peter Gunn, which was really popular back in the day. And then you remember Blake Edwards, the famous movie and Broadway producer married to Julie Andrews. They, he formed a collaboration with Blake Edwards, went on for 30 years. And this guy, you know, wow. just to give you an idea, I mean, he, he, he wrote so many melodies and for famous films, famous melodies, that when you're, you hear his music, you don't realize, oh, that's a Henry Mancini. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for instance, we all know Moon River, okay? But he wrote The Days of Wine and Roses, The Pink Panther, okay? Oh, 
Uh, the, uh, the movie uh, Charade, Two for the Road, Exodus theme, Victor Victoria. I mean, these are just a few. For TV, stuff like The Thornbirds, The Bob Newhart Show, Remington Steele, he wrote all the, even the theme for David Letterman, he wrote, okay? Huh. And in addition, if you can believe it, he wrote the theme for NBC News, he wrote the theme for the NBC Election News, and he wrote the famous Salute to the President wow. that you hear played frequently. So, um... He did a lot. Unbelievable. And, yeah, and the list goes on and on into mm-hmm. the number of people who composed his music. I mean, everybody from Frank Sinatra, Andy Williams, you know, to Herb Albert, um, to Liberace, to Wayne Newton. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. He died in 1994, a pancreatic cancer, survived by his wife of 43 years. They were married, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and their three children. He was nominated, if you can get this, for 72 Grammy Awards. He won 20. He was nominated for 18 Academy Awards, won four. He also won a Golden Globe Award, was nominated for two Emmy Awards. Mm-hmm. And on April 13, 2004, the United States Postal Service honored Mancini with a 37-cent com- commemorative stamp. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And we are back here, Marcy. I'm so mm-hmm. excited with this time of year because we get to do the Oscars. And right. uh, we have some just great stuff to talk about. Plus, we have a live interview with uh, with Robert De Niro and... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio coming mm-hmm. up. So let's first of all talk about, you know, this year's, they just had the SAG Awards, okay? So mm-hmm. um, this year they have some great, great um, Italian-Americans who are being nominated for different awards that are in the movies, right? Really? So um, first of all, for directing, okay, mm-hmm. you have two of the all-time great Italian-American directors for The Irishman, Martin Scorsese, uh-huh. okay? And for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino. Okay. So either one of those could win Best Director. Okay. That's nice. Um, Okay. So then for a performance by an actor in a supporting role. Okay. So two Italian Americans amongst the other 
fine candidates who have been nominated are Al Pacino for The Irishman and Joe Pesci for The Irishman. So have you seen The Irishman yet? No. It's an amazing movie. Uh, very, very, um, you know, graphic. But um, ah. it's the acting is in, uh, incredible. You got uh, De Niro, of course, well. playing the main character. Uh, and then Pacino and Pesci apparent playing the two main supporting characters. Mm. Uh, and again, you know, directed by Martin Scorsese, a just a, an amazing, amazing motion pictures. Um, and then um, finally, of course, for the best motion picture of the year, The Irishman is up uh, with, you know, Martin Scorsese starring Robert De, De, uh, De Niro. And um, so um, interestingly, we have... Um, since the Oscars are are, are are you know coming up this coming weekend, oh this okay? weekend, okay. Yeah. Uh, we um, our interview is from the recent SAG, the Screen Actors Guild SAG Awards. They uh, were very very kind to make this available to us to play today on our radio show. Okay, this was the 26th annual SAG Awards, and interestingly, it's where Robert De Niro received his Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay. Okay. Of all the work, all the mo- the stuff he's done in the movies, uh, which you know, as, as we know, he's just an amazing, amazing actor, and uh, none other than Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. was uh, you know had introduced him and spoke about his career. This we're near that in just a second. Interestingly, you know, because um, because Robert De Niro is a, uh, it, it, of course, he's a very dynamic. A wonderful actor, but he's also very outspoken, mm-hmm. outspoken about his political views. Okay, now I'm not going to get into any of that, whether you agree with him, whether you disagree, but just just say he's outspoken. Okay, um, the the interesting thing is he was not nominated by the Oscars hmm. as uh, for you know for best actor for his role in The Irishman, which many people, of course, feel he really should have been nominated for that. And part of the reason was is because the Academy feels that they don't, you know, the, the problem I guess they have with De Niro is the same problem that the NFL has with Colin Kaepernick. It's okay. like, you know, we really don't care what your views are. You're, right. you're more than welcome to, to, you know, say what your views are. And you are famous enough that you can get on any probably TV program you want to do that. But this is our forum. Right. And this is not the appropriate place. You know, it's kind of oh. like the NFL. If you have a player in the NFL who, you know, is using it as a political platform, hey, you know, you're working for me. This is my house. This is not the, 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 the platform. It's not mm-hmm. that I agree or disagree. I might even agree with you, but this is not the platform right. for it because your job here is to play, to right. work for me. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that's, you know, how, you know, they, they justified and, and, and rightly so for having him removed from the NFL. And in a likewise thing, you know, whether or not you believe in what Robert De Niro says from his political standpoint, I mean, he's very, very, of course, um, uh, uh, his views are very agitated against Donald Trump, the president. Right. And whether or not you, you believe in that, because there's a lot of, of frankly, Italian or uh, Hollywood actors, a lot of right. Hollywood actors who don't necessarily agree with the views of Donald right. Trump. But the difference is, I think, that a lot of people think that De Niro is so over the top that he's actually really disrespectful to the president, to, wow. the, to, the, to, to, to the office of the president. <laughs> uh, he's disrespectful to the mm. company, to, to the country. Okay. And, 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 and what happens then is because he's so 
over the top and what he does, it actually has a negative effect. Rather than him getting the message across that he wants to get across, people get defensive and take the opposite view. Okay. Right. And again, I'm not saying he's right or he's wrong. I'm just telling you what I've read, you know, in the New York Times and other things about Mm -hmm. this. Okay. Um, So, you know, um, that's, I think, one of the reasons, if you read up on the Academy Awards, why they acknowledge, yeah, he did a fine job acting in The Irishman, and he probably otherwise would have been nominated for Best Actor, but they did not want him to get up there with his acceptance speech. Right. And to, you know, to uh, use that as a political platform. And they felt that they couldn't get him to agree, you know, that he would or wouldn't do that. And so, but I you think know. they rem- one thing happened last year with Susan Surrender. She did the same thing. She right. won an Oscar yeah. and she started speaking about politician. Like I say, you're an actor. And it's, not, it's not the form. It's not the form. Don't and, you know, it's that. not to say that any of us, no. we could get on the radio, whatever. They're famous, these people. So they, they have right. much more access to forums than we do but when you know that's not the forum when you're being employed by somebody Mm -hmm. or you or when you're in somebody else's house that's disrespectful to those people frankly that's right and it really has a lot of negative effect on the message that you're trying to get out there so you know especially the fans fans they don't care about that i know and again it has something to do with whether he's right or wrong it just is you know how a lot of people view it let's listen however to the interview we have Mm -hmm. we're uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio introducing Robert De Niro, the recipient of the 2000, uh, 2020 Annual SAG Lifetime Achievement Award. Good evening, everyone. Uh, it's an absolute honor to join you here tonight and pay tribute to an exceptional artist. The role of an actor is to make us feel, they take us to new places, using their skills to guide us towards a deeper understanding of humanity. And for almost 50 years, Robert De Niro's performances have done exactly that. He has astounded us with his portrayals of heroes and villains, loners and leaders, dreamers and sociopaths. His characters have echoed through our culture in iconic films like Mean Streets, Taxi Driver, The Deer Hunter, Cape Fear, The King of Comedy, Heat, Jackie Brown, Goodfellas, Casino, not to mention his seminal Oscar-winning work in The Godfather Part II and the unforgettable Raging Bull. These are just a handful of the varied and refined colors Bob has used in his acting canvas over the years. But when I think of this extraordinary actor, one thing comes to mind. Robert De Niro is elemental. It feels as if he's always been here and always will be here. Like so many of you here tonight, he was the actor I watched as a young man obsessed with films. At 13 years old, my father took me out to the movies one afternoon to see Midnight Run. And as the lights went down, he turned to me and said, if you really want to be an actor and get into this profession, if you want to understand what great acting is, you watch that man on screen. Little did I know I had have the opportunity a couple of years later to audition for my first starring role alongside Mr. Robert De Niro in This Boy's Life. To share scenes with an artist of his magnitude was monumental. It was a life-changing experience. 
his commitment to character, his specificity in detail, and his fearless pursuit of authenticity in his work have influenced not only myself, but entire generations. His collaborations with Martin Scorsese, inarguably the greatest partnership in cinema history, have given us career-long explorations of the human condition. Beginning with Mean Streets and through their latest masterpiece, The Irishman, they have single-handedly defined and elevated an entire genre. I've learned so much from the both of them. I'm fortunate to call them collaborators, Bob since This Boy's Life and Marty since Gangs of New York. And after 30 years to work alongside Bob again in Martin Scorsese's upcoming drama, Killers of the Flower Moon, is a true honor. <laughs> Off screen. Bob is a fervent champion of our acting union and has dedicated uh, his humanitarian causes. Bob's work with AMFAR, FilmMade International, and other groups show that the arts make our principles and our politics even stronger. He has used his voice to urge us all as citizens to use our vital constitutional power to vote. Tonight, with deep gratitude, we celebrate the life's work of Mr. Robert De Niro. It is my great honor to present the Screen Actors Guild the Life Achievement Award to an artist whose personal and professional mission has revolved around our acting community his entire life. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mr. Robert De Niro. Thank you, Leo. Thank you. For those, those generous, generous words. Thank you. As actors, we don't take victory laps. We're too worried about what our next job will be. Uh, so it makes me very happy to know that my next job is working with you and Marty. <laughs> At least I know I've got another year of health insurance. <laughs> uh, I've been puzzling over what to say to express my appreciation for this award tonight. But more than that, for being a part of this community of actors, for being able to have a career with dignity and creative fulfillment. We, as actors, don't do it all alone. We can't do it alone. We depend on each other for a collaboration in our work and support and fellowship, both on screen and off. And for that, I am so grateful. So I'm so happy to share this with so many friends here tonight. My dear friends, Julie and Barry, Fiona and Art, Maryam and Josh, Jane, Stan, my beautiful son, Julian, all my beautiful sons and daughters watching at home, the whole Netflix Irishman crew, and especially my SAG after brothers and sisters. I will treasure this Life Achievement Award because it comes from you, my comrades in arms, my fellow actors, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Well, Marcia, that was a lot of fun, uh, that interview with Robert De Niro. And, yes. uh, you know, you know mm-hmm. absolute congratulations to him for winning the Lifetime Achievement right. Award from the uh, Screen Actors Guild. Uh, quite an honor, I have to say. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, so before we go on to our next segment, which is going to be uh, famous Italian, well, Italianized versions of your <laughs> famous movie quotes, uh, we do want to acknowledge our f- yes. sponsor for our food and beverage segment today. There is vodka Tito, the which I love vodka. them. Oh, yeah, They're man. really good. And I want to thank them because that's how I can do my recipe all the time. That's right. I tell you mm-hmm. what, yesterday you missed the party. We had this huge Super Bowl party, and uh-huh. all we drank all afternoon was martinis made with Tito's Okay, I don't want to hear about so it, it because I wasn't there. Hey, I invited you. I invited you. You, know, you screwed up. You didn't show up. So, you know, what can I say? You know? oh, all right, boy. so now it gets us to our Italian phrases mm-hmm. of the day. So my sweet little co-host here took uh, some very famous movie quotes. I have so and much fun she with Italianized them, okay? So the first one comes to us from the movie Braveheart mm-hmm. from 1995. You want to okay? say in English first? You say it in Italian first, and I'll say it in English. Okay. Listen, it'd be nice to do like a game. People have to guess it. Anyway, n- another time. All right. Possono toglierti la vita, ma non prenderanno mai la nostra libertà. Which means they may take our lives, but they will never take our freedom. Mm-hmm. There Which you go. Movie? What movie? Braveheart. Braveheart, right? of course. Okay. okay. The next quotes from the movie when Harry met Sally. Uh, okay. Quando ti rendi conto che vuoi passare il resto della tua vita con qualcuno, vuoi che il resto della tua vita inizi il più presto possibile. Which basically is that famous line. When you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay? The next the famous movie quote we have is from A Streetcar <coughs> Named Desire. Ho sempre contato sulla gentilezza degli estranei. And of course, that's the famous line, I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. Mm-hmm. I got one to you from, from Streetcar. Uh-oh. See if you can translate this oh, one. Gosh. Okay, ready? Go. Stella! 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 
Peroni, Peroni, Peroni. Yeah, right, <laughs> makes a joke. Good job, good job. <laughs> yeah, right, thank okay. you, thank you. You're welcome. All right, all right. So now we're going to move on to one. another film, As Good As It Gets. Mm-hmm. Famous, famous line, first in Italian. Mi fai venire voglia di essere un uomo migliore. Which, of course, is you make me want to be a better man. Famous line by Jack Nicholson in that movie, okay? Uh-huh. And finally, from the movie Taken. I, I want to hear the voice, okay? You should do that. <laughs> so, se adesso lascio andare mia figlia, sarà la fine di esso. Non ti cercherò e non ti perseguirò. Ma se non lo fai, ti cercherò, ti troverò e ti ucciderò. Which, of course, is that famous line, if you let my garter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> You're really good. Hey, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down and make my, my, my yes. name in Sin City down there in the you movies. You sound like there you go. him. Good Oscar. You won a mini Oscar yeah, There you go. Okay. All well, that right. was lots of fun. That, <laughs> that was, was a lot funny. of fun. Thank you very it much, is. Marcia, for preparing that. Uh, we only have a few more moments here, folks, so mm-hmm. we're going to give you your events in our event calendar. These are ones coming up over the next uh, 30 days. Then we have a handful <laughs> for, for you to mark your calendars for the future. Okay. So first of all, Marcia, this next one is really going to be a fun one. This mm-hmm. is one we've been talking about a lot over the year, and that is next Saturday, February 8th. Mm-hmm. It's Carnevale 2020. It's a festival raiser for the Italian Cultural Center, Il Punto. Il that Punto, that's is really right, good. that's right, Il Punto. So it's 6 to 10 p.m. They're going to have a Mercer Island. Uh, it's a congressional church. Um, that's it. Again, so you can go to the website, tickets, go to Il Punto. Punto. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. thinking, too. It's going to be fun. I'm well, sure. that sounds like it's a blast. I know. Mm-hmm. Is this one where they all dress up and everything? All too? dress up, like Venetian, you know, right. Venetian the, the, style, Venetian or costumes and masks. You so can that dress be a blast. how you want now, but you know. Well, then, folks, you know, we have this wonderful Valentine's Frank Sinatra dinner show at Montalcino Ristorante Italiano in Issaquah. Initially, it was scheduled for Wednesday. Well, it still is. It's scheduled for Wednesday, February twelfth. But I got to tell you. That show sold out in about 24 hours, so we have extended it. Now we're adding a show, which is going to be the following Tuesday, February 18th, again at Montalcino's in Issaquah. And uh, the tickets are going quickly. We're about half sold out there, so if you want to come to that show, please get your tickets right away. This is a show from Las Vegas, a great tribute to Frank Sinatra that we've done for many, many years. The tickets are only 20 bucks a piece, plus the cost of your dinner and drinks. They got a fantastic menu that night. There's limited seats, so please call as soon as you can today for your ticket, 425-270-3677, 425-270-3677. And then we have Saturday, February 15th. Amerigo Vespucci Lodge is a Valentine's dinner. So it's far 5 o'clock until 8 p.m., uh, St. Mary Parish Hall, Aberdeen, Washington. It's a Sunday. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's what a say? Saturday. Why did they say? Oh, oh this stuff is just a mystery. Every yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so it's a Saturday 15. And that's always that. a lot of fun with our Sons of Italy uh, friends down in Aberdeen. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, the very next day, in fact, which mm. is Sunday, February 16th, the is the Tacoma Sons of in Italy annual pasta dinner at St. Charles Borromeo Parish. So make sure you contact the Tacoma Sons of Italy to get tickets. And then we have February 29, Italian Club Crab Dinner in St. Alphonsus. 
St. Alphonsus and Ballard. And you just ah, went to the crab dinner, I, I was know. And telling how, you next. How, how, how did you like that crab It was dinner? great. I mean, it was unbelievable. I ate so much. People were really excited. The food so was So you really could eat as, as much crab. They, the, hey, from Italian, they cooked the pasta in Italian way. It was wonderful, really Italian. Not a lot of people complaining. It was like uh, pasta garlic. Yeah, uh, yeah, olio, yeah. But al dente. Oh, it was well done. Everything was great. I'm not kidding. I'm going to buy the ticket this summertime to be... Make so, sure folks, if you missed the one they had mm-hmm. this weekend, which was the Grand Lodge, you got one more shot at this, the Italian Club of Seattle, Italian Club Crab Dinner, the end of February, the 29th. you got to contact them on the Internet or through the telephone and get your tickets now, okay? Uh, now, some of the save-the-date stuff we want to tell people about, you can host a soccer player from Italy. This is always a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Our good friends with the Olympic Soccer Academy Giuseppe Pizzano and his whole crew over there bringing these wonderful uh, young soccer players from the age of about 18 to 25. They come here, they play with our players, they do games around the sound, and you can host a player for about three, four months from about April till about July. It's a great deal of fun and a way for you to really bring some Italian right into your household and uh, make friends for life, okay? Now, this right. next one for your save the date. Right. Saturday, March 6th. This is one we all got to go to. Celentano. Oh, yeah. Tribute show. So it's Hard Rock Cafe uh, Theater in Vancouver, BC. Ticketmaster.ca, Oregon. Or call. We have the number. Hold on. 604-715-3473. So you can call this number, too, if you need a ticket. Or you can do the... There are no websites, just Ticketmaster? Well, it's, tic- it's it? Ticketmaster.ca, which means CA, yeah, is Canada, yeah. okay? So yeah, uh, you can right. get tickets there. But it's a wonderful, wonderful Celentano mm-hmm. show. One of the top uh, singers and songwriters in Italian pop music. It's going to be a great time. And remember, folks, you know, up there, we, you get like a 30% better value on your dollar, too, okay? Right. A couple other dates to save the day. Of course, June 18th, you have Italian Heritage Night at the Mariners. And September 6th, Yazzie Yazzie, we're doing Italian Day at the Races. We're going to be giving away tickets all summer long for that event. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. They're kind of our first kickoff of the uh, mm-hmm. of the Italian Festival, which is, you know, we have Italian festivals all through the month of September, starting with San Gennaro and ending with Festa Italiana and all the dates there. So make sure you mark your calendars. And remember, if you want to listen to today's show, share it with your friends all around the world, across the country, wherever you are. Just go to our website, WCIR.biz, West Coast Italian Radio. WCIR.biz. You can hear today's show. You can hear any of our past broadcasts from the last five years. Right. And, uh, you know, we always have a blast there, you know? And make sure tomorrow starts Sanremo, who have the channel. Sanremo Festival. Just make sure to watch it and talk to us next Monday. You can call us and tell what you you think about it. Okay? All right, folks. God bless you all. Ciao. And we'll be back next Monday with a brand new show.